Let's start our topic with the Vienna Congress of 1815. 1815. So we may define by saying that this was the first imperialistic international meeting. This was the first imperialistic international meeting. Aimed to balance the powers. Aimed to balance the powers. Aimed to balance the powers. After the Napoleonic Wars. After the Napoleonic Wars. <coughs> between France and Britain. Between France and Britain. between France and Britain by defeating by defeating Napoleon Bonaparte by defeating Napoleon Bonaparte who expanded who expanded the French Empire who expanded the French Empire into a large part of Europe who expanded the French Empire into a large part of Europe, a large part of Europe. Since he says the power in 1799, since he says the power, since he says the power in 1799, after a military coup, after a military coup. In 1799, after a military coup, after a military coup, after a military coup. Already? Participants who participated to this meeting participants of the meeting of the conference of the congress vienna congress the conference was attended by big four let's mention them number one britain participant number one was the britain already so simply Britain was the, uh, not necessary to write. Britain was represented by Foreign Secretary Viscounty Cassari, then by the Duke of Wellington. That is country number one. 
Participant number two was Austria. Just write the nations. Participant number two was Austria. Was Austria. By Prince. By Prince Clemens. By Prince Clemens. Van Metellich. By Prince Clemens Van Metellich. Metellich. Uh, Metellich. By that time, by that time, he was acted as the foreign minister. Don't write, please. Not necessary to write all this. It, it, is, it is enough just to write Clemens von Metternich, Prince. I am saying that by that time, during the meeting, he he represented Austria as the foreign minister of Austria. He was together with his someone known as Baron Johann von Wensberg, who attended the, meet, the, the meeting representing Austria. That is country number two. Country number three, participant number three was the Prussian. Prussian, Prussian kingdom. Prussian. That is the Prussia. 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 By, by that time, not necessary to write, by that time, Prussians were represented by Prince Karl August van Hardenberg. It is not necessary to write because we don't concern much about that one. Our concern is here about this one, Prince Clemens van Metternich. And during that time, Prince uh, Clemens von Metternich was the chairperson of the conference. Because even the conference was held in Vienna, the capital city of who? Austria. Are we together? So he was the chairperson of that conference meeting. Number three, we said, is a Prussian, represented by Prince Karl August van Hardenberg, the chancellor of Prussia by that time. Supported uh, and, uh, by the diplomat and scholar Wilhelm van Humboldt. The fourth country was Russia. The fourth country to participate in the Vienna Congress was Russia. It was known as Russian Empire. That was Russia. And Russia was led by foreign minister, Count Karl Robert Nesselrod. That was the representative from, from Russia. Just write the names for these countries, except for Austria. You must consider the name of that representative from Austria. Uh, Prince Clemens van Metternich. That was there. That was there. Also, there are some delegates, some representatives. It's not necessary to write them. Other countries also sent delegates, representatives to that meeting. Uh, for example, the, the uh, Denmark, uh, the Denmark, they sent Danish foreign minister, Count Nils Rosenkrantz. Uh, the Netherlands sent their representative known as Earl of Clankati. 
while Switzerland also sent another representative, uh, representative known as Charles uh, Peter de Rochemonti from Geneva. The Papal States in Italy, they sent Cardinal Ecole Consalvi, while the emperors of Austria, Francis, and Russia, Sir Alexander, also attended. The kings of Prussia, Frederick William III, Denmark, Frederick VI, Bavaria, and Wittenberg, and many German princes, including the Elector of Hesse, the Grand Duke of Baden, and the Dukes of Saxe-Weimar, also were there, attended in person. They were invited personally, and they attended that conference. conference. Objectives of the conference. Motives. Objectives. Specific objectives of the conference. Yes, please, question. Yeah. Yeah? We did not mention France. Timothy was not there. France was not there. Can you see how the problem was created there? Before even we make a discussion, France was isolated there. He did not attend the conference. Are you getting the point there? That's why yesterday we discussed about the February French Revolution of 1848. Are we together? Exactly. Again, in 1871, after the Franco-Prussian War, France lost her flag to German. France lost her most influential territories of Alsace and Lorraine to German. Again, after the, sec of the First World War, in 1919, the second Versailles Peace Treaty of 28 June 1919 took place there. German was isolated. France was included by Britain and the United States of America. Isolation of German during that important peacemaking conference in 1919 brought in the Second World War. So the problem started there in 1815. And that is the way how we can manifest democracy and imperialism at the beginning of 19th century. Are we together? Okay. Objectives. The motives of the Congress. Number one, simply the main objective was to settle many issues. The main objective was to settle. The main objective was to settle the many issues. To settle the many issues. Issues. That one. Uh, to settle the many issues. From the French Revolutionary Wars. Many, to settle the many issues of the French Revolutionary Wars. 
the French Revolutionary Wars of 1799 to 1815. Many issues of the French Revolutionary Wars from 1719 to 1815. If you remember, these French Revolutionary Wars, we call them what? Napoleonic Wars. Napoleonic Wars. And Napoleon the First, Napoleon Bonaparte, was able to conquer all parts of Europe except Britain. And Britain declared war against Napoleon Bonaparte, and that are known as Napoleonic Wars. So that is the, the main objective, the main objective. And the dissolution of the Holy Roman Empire. And the dissolution, dissolution of the Holy, Holy Roman Empire. And the dissolution, and the dissolution of the Holy Roman Empire. That is the objective number one. That is the objective number one. It means that the Napoleonic Wars brought a number of problems in Europe. Then also to settle the issue of Holy Roman Empire. Holy Roman Empire. Are we together? Eh? Are you understanding, please? We are moving to number two. Objective number two. The Congress wanted to redraw the Congress wanted to redraw, aimed to redraw the new map of Europe. Aimed to redraw the new map of Europe after Napoleonic Wars. After Napoleonic Wars. And the creation of spheres of influence. Aimed to redraw the new map of Europe. Andy, the creation of spheres of influence. Spheres. The creation of spheres of influence. Spheres of influence. By separating the states. By separating the states by separating the states as an attempt by separating the states as an attempt to forge as an attempt to forge as an attempt to forge a peaceful balance of power in Europe as an attempt to forge a peaceful balance of power in Europe. Are we together? Are we together with that point? Yeah, if you remember, I told you briefly 
the Vienna Congress was the first imperialist conference aimed to balance the powers in Europe. Because Napoleonic Wars uh, brought a sense of humor and the turmoil, civil wars in Europe, fighting each other. So they wanted to separate the states, establishing these states in order to balance the powers. At the same time, balancing the powers aimed to minimize conflict among the nations in Europe. Are we together? If you remember during scramble and the partition, scramble means to struggle, struggling for the colonies and the territories beyond Europe, in Africa, Asia, and the Latin America. When these countries were scrambling for important areas in Africa, like the Congo Basin, like the Niger Basin, the Nile River, and its delta, and the other parts in Africa. Certainly, they had to fight each other, even a war. Now, how can they balance these powers? That's why Otto von Bismarck later on summoned the Berlin International Conference in order to balance their powers by slicing Africa as a bread to be enjoyed by European big powers. Are we together when I say by slicing Africa as a bread? A bread, a bread you know, we are eating in Israeli, we call it slice, isn't it? Slice comes from the English word slice. Slice slices. <laughs> a common proper name kwa ajili ya kuita vile vipande pande vya mkate vile tunavitaji tuvitaji sasa vipande vya mkate eh tume tume tumetohoa kutoka kiingereza slice silesi eh so anyway that is the objective number 2 objective number 3 objective number 3 to reduce france the conference, the Congress aimed to reduce France. The Congress aimed to reduce France into into its only boundaries. Into its only boundaries. So to reduce France into its only boundaries. Boundaries. And have frontiers. And have frontiers. And have frontiers. Have frontiers means territories. With is French speaking whatever. Her frontiers were pushed back. Her frontiers were pushed back to 1790 level. Her frontiers were pushed back 
two uh, we are pushed back to 1790 level the level which uh, uh, France uh, was before 1790 it meant that before the 1789 French Revolution to those areas where France did not expand her borders and the boundaries because France after the revolution expanded herself and was able to colonize some territories in Europe monopolizing some territories in Europe in particular after the revolution of 1789 and the work done by Napoleon Bonaparte to expand the French's influence in other parts of, of Europe. Now the Vienna Congress aimed to reduce back to its former position. Are we together? Are we together? That is number three. Number four. It aimed to restore. It aimed to restore as many of the old monarchies. To restore as many of the old monarchies. Many monarchies. Many monarchies. Uh, many monarchies. As possible. As possible. That had lost their thrones. As possible. That had lost their thrones. Uh, their thrones. Thrones means power. Their thrones. During the Napoleonic Wars had lost their thrones during the Napoleonic Wars. During the Napoleonic Wars. During the Napoleonic Wars. Without disrupting, without disrupting the balance of power in Europe without disrupting the balance of power in Europe. Without disrupting the balance of power in Europe. In Europe. So the, the, the Congress wanted to restore back the monarchies which had lost their positions, their political influence in Europe. Definitely, these monarchies were established were established in case that in German, for example, German was separated into a total number of 39 independent states with their monarchies. That was the situation over there. The same to other countries uh, in Europe. In, in Europe. So these are the main four important objectives of the of the yeah.
that is there. In advance, in advance, we may uh, we may have one addition of two objectives. We may have one addition of two objectives. For example, uh, the conference, the congress, the congress, the congress. AMD to re-establish feudal absolutism. AMD to re-establish feudal absolutism. Feudal absolutism in favor. In favor of the Holy Roman Empire. In favor of the Holy Roman Empire. The Holy Roman Holy Roman Empire. Already? Already? Have you understood about the Roman Empire? Okay. Then, uh, I think it is, uh, is enough. It is enough for these objectives. Let's now have the effects, the effects, impacts, consequences of the Congress. Consequences of the Congress. Consequences of the Congress. So these consequences actually brought the 1848 democratic movement and the rise of imperialism. If you remember, I gave you one question, and maybe four questions. I gave you four questions, but these four questions will be answered by using the same answers. Number one is the contribution of Vienna Congress on the rise of democracy in Europe. Number two, the contribution of Vienna Congress in the rise of imperialism. Are we together? So we have to discuss uh, the effects in terms of democracy and the imperialism in Europe. In, in Europe. So these effects, these effects, before we see now effect number one, these effects were derived, these effects were derived, uh, these effects were derived from the final act. These effects were derived from the final act. Final act. The final act which concluded the final act which concluded that Napoleonic was which concluded the Napoleonic Wars.
and providing the terms of agreement and providing the terms of agreement the terms of agreement signed on and provided the terms the terms the terms sometimes sometimes you may say the principles the principles of the congress the terms of the congress and signed on the nine and signed on the nine signed on the nine signed on the nine of June 1815 and signed on the 9th of June 1815 1815 1815 so let's see the effects now let's see the effects the impact the impact. Uh, the impact. But uh, we have to remember the Vienna Congress. The Vienna Congress is started, the meeting started in September. Uh, the, the Vienna Congress started in September 1814 and reached its final conclusion in June 1815. The final conclusion was made there when they signed the final act in June the 9th, 1815. How many months? Okay, I'm repeating there. The Vienna Congress started in September. So the meeting started in September 1814 until the 9th of June 1815. Until the 9th of June 1815. When the final act was signed. When the final act was signed. It means almost 88 months of the meeting. Almost the meeting was held there in Vienna. Okay, please. Effect number one. Effect number one. Effect number one. The Congress concluded the Napoleonic Wars. The Congress, the conference concluded the Napoleonic Wars and defeated the Napo Napoleonic authority and he defeated Napoleon's power and the authority. 
defeated Napoleon's power and authority. Defeated Napoleon's power and authority. When, when the Charter of 1814, when the Charter of 1814, when in the Charter of 1814, made Louis the 18, made Louis the 18, the Charter of 1814 made Louis the 18th. The brother of Louis the Sixteenth. The brother of Louis the Sixteenth. The brother of King Louis the Sixteenth, who was overthrown in his 17 uh, who was overthrown by the French Revolution who was overthrown by the French Revolution overthrown by the French Revolution ruled France as the head of a constitutional monarch. Ruled France as the head of a constitutional monarch. Ruled France as the head, as the head of constitutional monarch. Constitutional monarch. That was Louis the 18th the brother of King Louis the Sixteenth, who was killed after the French Revolution, uh, together with his favorite queen, the wife, Marie Antoinette. So that was the situation. Now, Louis the Eighteenth came into power. He was a weak ruler passed away in 1824, if you remember. Then over there, who ascended into power? If you remember yesterday, you mentioned Charles X. And around 1830, a light revolution in 1830 took place in France. When Louis Philippe, took power in 1830. If you remember, we, asked, we discussed yesterday. Impact number two. Impact number two. The Congress, the Congress, uh, the Congress sold the seeds sold the seeds of a new revolutionary 
sowed the seeds of a new revolutionary period of 1848. The revolution sowed the seeds uh, the seeds of a new revolutionary period of 1848 which he overthrew which he overthrew King Louis Philippe uh, Philippe of the Orient of the Orient dynasty, Orient dynasty, that is was a family dynasty, uh, dynasty, which overthrew King Louis Philip of the Orient dynasty, dynasty. Already understood. Thank you very much. Number three, the Congress, uh, the Congress, politically united the Netherlands, united the Netherlands, united the Netherlands and in the southern Netherlands. United in the Netherlands and in the southern Netherlands. Don't be confused when we divide in that sense. The Congress united the Netherlands and in the southern Netherlands. When we mention the southern Netherlands, we are talking about uh, almost large part of modern day Belgium in the parts of uh, Belgium. Southern Netherlands we are talking. We have to approximate a large part of modern day Belgium in a constitutional monarch in a constitutional monarch. Constitutional monarch. Serikali moja. That is the way the Netherlands and the southern Netherlands in large part of Belgium uh, were united in a constitutional monarch. In a constitutional monarch. Constitutional monarch. Came to be known as which came to be known as the United Kingdom, which came to be known as the United Kingdom of the Netherlands. Through the constitution of monarchy, the new country uh, became to be known as the United Kingdom of the Netherlands of the Netherlands. The work done by Vienna Congress. Vienna Congress. Someone else, if you remember, yesterday asked me, why 
1848 revolutions did not take place in, in the Netherlands. Do you remember? That is the answer, another answer for that question. Because the Netherlands was created there by, uh, as a strong nation somehow, by the Vienna Congress. Number four. Impact number four. It created the German Federation. It created the German Federation. It created the German Federation. Uh, German Federation of 38 states. It created the German Federation of 38 states. Of 38 states. Of 38 states. Without including Austria, without including Austria, without including Austria, which was given power, which was given power which was given power to dominate large part of Central Europe, which was given power to dominate large part of Central Europe. To dominate large part of Central Europe. Central Europe. So this was done in, ad in advance. This was done by empowering. This was done by empowering. This was done by empowering the Austrian. By empowering the Austrian Habsburg autocrats. By empowering the Austrian Habsburg autocrats, autocrats rule. Led by Prince Clemens Van Kahn. Clemens Van that is the situation. Now Austria was empowered over there. Are we together? Historically, during the Holy Roman Empire, according to history, if you read many books about that empire, Roman Empire, during the Roman Empire, parts of German <coughs> included almost 360 small states. 
during the Roman Empire. Napoleon Bonaparte reduced the number from 360 to 39 states, including Austria. The Berlin, no, no, I'm very sorry, the Vienna Congress made 38 states without including Austria, except some parts, very minor portions and parts of Austria were included to Germany. Federal, uh, German Federation of 38 states. And the Austria now was empowered eh, to control and dominate other parts of Central, Central Europe. Yes, please welcome, sir. Okay, point number five. Point number five. Point number five. The neutrality of Switzerland was guaranteed. The neutrality. Neutrality of Switzerland. Neutrality of Switzerland was guaranteed. Neutrality of Switzerland was guaranteed. Yeah, was guaranteed. This aimed, this aimed to stop the tendency of the Swiss. This aimed to stop the tendency of the Swiss. To be involved, to be involved into different wars. To be involved into different wars. Tendency of the Swiss. The Swiss are the people of Caesar, Switzerland. To be involved, uh, to be involved into different wars. To be involved into different wars. Uh, different wars. As they were involved, as they were involved during, as were involved during European hundred years of war during the European hundred years of war European hundred years of war so uh, Switzerland was made a neutral nation from there I think it is until today Cindy I think so I do believe on that until today a neutral country in Europe is Switzerland Imagine, even many politicians in Africa, independent Africa, corrupt leaders, corrupting the money of their government, ministers, 
whosoever in a, who, who have been given power in our countries after independence, their money were deposited where? Yeah, Switzerland, in the banks in Switzerland. Because of that neutrality. Yeah, because of that. Even many businessmen are depositing their money over there in Switzerland. That is Switzerland. The inchi ambayo eco peaceful duniani, Switzerland. It's there. If you like to go there for a life, please move and go there. That is Switzerland. It's a peaceful place. No quarrels over there. Because of that, Vienna Congress. Next. Next. The purple states in Italy. The purple states in Italy. The purple, or you may say the purpose states in Italy. The purpose, the purple states in Italy. Under the Pope, under the Pope, were restored to their former origin. They were restored to their former origin, to their former origin, with their former origin, except a few, except a few. Except few, like Avignon, like Avignon, Avignon, like Avignon, Andy, the Comtant Venice, and the Comtant. Venaisin, which were under friends, which were under friends, which were under friends, which were under friends. So these can be known as. Italian frontiers. This can be known as Italian frontiers. Italian frontiers. Can be known as Italian frontiers. Can be known as Italian frontiers. Italian frontiers. When you talk about Italian frontiers, are those states with Italian speaking people? Wa Italiano wako kule lakini hawako ndani ya Italy. Wako nje ya Italy. Wakati ule wa 1848 revolution, they wanted these uh, frontiers, national frontiers to be taken back to Italy. Ile unification ya 1860-1871. Pia vile vile walikuwa wanataka kwa kikisha. Zile territories zote ambazo kuna wa Italiano wanazungumza ki Italiano. Lazima wawe included wa katika Kingdom of Italy. 
That's why in 1882, Italy joined the Jewel Alliance, the alliance between Bismarck and Austria, Hungary, to form a triple alliance. During the World War I, when the World War I began in 1914, Italy was on the side of the German. But the British and the French seduced the Italians, Italian government, that participated on our side, the side of a triple intent. When we win the war against the German, you are going to receive your national frontiers. Now Italy dropped from Triple Alliance when the war began in 1914, in 1915, and joined the Triple Entente. Fought the war, the war against Germany and Austro-Hungary. When the war was over, Italians accepted it to, to receive back their claimed national frontiers, which had been lost since 1815. But Italy got nothing. What next? They supported Benito Alberto. That is the way. I was uh, trying to. Uh, I was uh, trying just to give you a brief picture about what will come after the Vienna Congress. Another, another, another impact. The conference condemned the slave trade. The conference condemned the slave trade. The conference condemned the slave trade. Condemned the slave trade, which was against civilization and human rights. The conference condemned the slave trade regarding it to be against civilization and human rights. Regarding it, regarding it to be against civilization and human rights. Civilization and human rights. Civilization and human rights. It provided the starting point for the British international argument and the campaign. Yes? The same point that for slave trade. After civilization and human rights. Huh? I said it did what? Yeah, it provided a starting point. It provided a starting point for the British international, for the British international argument in the campaign to abolish slave trade. Huh? British international argument, uh, British international argument. That is there, argument. In the campaign to abolish slave trade in the campaign to abolish slave trade. Slave trade. Already? Yeah. Over there, unezo kafanya addition, unawe yuawewe. Seven years to come. Kwa sasa unasoma history, sindio? Seven years to come. In 1822, the first 
treaty known as Moresby, yeah, Moresby Treaty between the British and the, uh, and the Sultan of Zanzibar. By that time, was not completely the Sultan of Zanzibar. He was the Sultan of Oman, Mustard. Sayyid Said agreed with the British to stop parts of the slave trade along the coast of East Africa. Again, 1845. You have to remember things like that. Uh, 1845, because of the influence made by the Vienna Congress, now the British established the international campaign to abolish slavery trade. They are in all of her colonies. Uh, another, before the last. <coughs> For the uh, division of, uh, let's say, separation of Italian peninsula. Separation of Italian peninsula. Which was divided into 80 parts. Separation of Italian peninsula. Italian peninsula. Geographically, you know, you know the meaning of peninsula. So the peninsula of Italy was divided into 80 parts. Was divided into 80 parts. 80 parts. 80 parts. Yeah, 80 parts. Some of them, some of them, let's say 80 parts. There is the north, south, east, and west. Italy kama Italy kama geographically divided into north, south, west and east. Alafu then pia utakata cross, si ndio? Utapata north east Italy, south west whatever like that. With their territories. So different territories like Lombardy, Modena, Naples, Sicily, Parma, Piedmont, Sardinia, Tuscany, Venetia, Papal States. All these actually were divided over there. Northern Italy, there is Venetia, North Central, there is, uh, and so forth. It is enough. It, it is enough. There is one point there we mentioned in the issue of union. Which country was united there? The Netherlands. Sindio? Another example, you may go back there, make an addition there. It is very important in uh, that point of union of Netherlands. Point number three. Yeah, point number three. Make an addition to that. Also, Norway and Sweden were united. Also, Norway and Sweden. Norway and Sweden were united. Also, Norway and Sweden were united. Uh, Norway. Norway is that one. That is Norway. 
Norway and Sweden were united. Were united. Ruled by Bernadotte. Ruled by Bernadotte. Ruled by Bernadotte. Uh, ruled by Bernadotte. Known as Charles the Fourteenth. Bernadette, that was known as Charles, Charles the Fourteenth. That was his title, Charles the Fourteenth. Charles the Fourteenth. But the union was terminated in. But the union was terminated in 1905. The union collapsed in 1905. In 1905. That was about the Vienna Congress in, in Europe. So you have to recall your knowledge of yesterday and how it contributed to the rise of democracy and imperialism in, in, in Europe. So significantly, I think we have discussed it. We have discussed it that way. Please, let's break for a, for a moment, and we have to come back around the Satan of Camille.